Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Are you a parent with a newly diagnosed child with autism? Are you looking for answers on how you can help your struggling child? The online training course, Discovering Behavioral Intervention, is the answer. Real parents take you through applied behavior analysis in 10 step-by-step modules. Learn more at youdiscovering.org and follow them on Twitter at youdiscovering. We are very proud to have Mayor Johnson as our sponsor. Mayor Johnson is the world's special education super source. The Mayor Johnson sale is on. They have incredible drastic savings on hundreds of products. So go to mayorjohnson.com. That's mayor-johnson.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mayor Johnson and visit them today. Welcome to the Coffee Clatch Special Needs Talk Radio Network. We provide excellence in broadcasting for the special needs and child adolescent mental health communities. Thank you for joining us tonight. And now, on to the interview. Welcome to the Dr. Russell Hyken Show. This is Dr. Russell Hyken. And my special guest for this show is Jay Pad Gentry, a special needs financial planner from MetLife. Um, Dr. Russell Hyken Show is part of the Coffee Clatch Network. And as I said, our guest is Jay Todd Gentry. And Todd has been a financial planner um, since graduating from Missouri State University with a BS in finance in 1993. And he spent his entire career with the same company, MetLife, with a special interest in special needs financing. Todd volunteers his time with numerous non-for-profit organizations and was awarded one of the financial service industry's premier professional credentials the Chartered Advisor in Philanthropy, designated from the American College, and he is one of a handful of financial planners to achieve this designation in the St. Louis area. In addition to all of that, Todd has been featured in numerous publications over the years. Uh, in August of 2012, he was featured in an article uh, in the National Underwriters Magazine about planting the roots in the fertile, fertile soil of growth of special needs planning. He's been quoted in books, including Gene Chatsky's book, Money 911, and he has been interviewed for television on Streetscape, which is featured locally in St. Louis on ABC Channel 30. Welcome to the show, Todd, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Hyken. Good to be here. Well, I appreciate that. You know, so you have an interesting story in that you do special needs financial planning. And I know, B, as we were doing the pre-show interview, we talked a little bit about you actually have a child with special needs, and I'm assuming that led you into focusing on this area. But tell us a little bit about your family and, and how you got your start in special needs planning. <laughs> well, I appreciate the question. Oh, my goodness, I could use up all of our time together talking about my family, right? So absolutely, Ava, one of uh, my two children, Ava, the youngest daughter, 
I would say is absolutely the reason that um, I have developed this passion for special needs planning, uh, financial planning, sort of with that extra nuance of, okay, for a family like mine, what do we do different? So I certainly credit her with um, with so much of, of uh, that. Ava and, um, and I have, uh, I guess, grown this business together, if you will. So... My wife Tammy and I also we work together, and I think it's been it's just been a really interesting experience for for us. It's been uh, I guess 15 years we start we, we, since we've done begun doing special needs planning. And my partner as well has a son with a significant disability. Ava has um, been diagnosed of all sorts of things. You know, the medical community diagnoses her with all sorts of different sure. things. So that's where we're at. Right. So, and how old is Ava now? She's coming up on 10 years old. Wow, so you are right in the thick of trying to figure out, you know, where her adult life will lead her, I'm guessing. At 10 years old, you're starting to think about that that future for her and what that looks like. And, you know, that might be a good lead into, you know, kind of explain a little bit more for our listeners. What exactly is special needs financial planning? Well, that's a great question. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Special needs planning would be financial planning with a the unique spin of taking a deeper look at how is this particular family's needs going to be uh, additional, uh, what financial additional dollars, if you will, are going to be needed to provide for the future care of the person with the disability. And it is so unique to every family that I could not begin to to say, well, this is exactly how it is step by step. But one of the big factors is to, to, um, I don't know, integrate the the state and federal benefits that are going to be available to a family and making sure that the legal and financial planning coordinate those state and federal benefits and acknowledge them. And this is a challenge in today's world because those state and federal benefits are under greater and greater pressure. So when we meet with families, we're also thinking, gosh, it's what they are now. What are they going to be like in the future? So it's a challenging area of planning, and it really does take a coordinated team that knows what they're doing in this area. You know, and I can imagine, you know, just listening to that, um, how overwhelming that could be for a family because, you know, you know, I, I have kids that, that don't have special needs and I'm already overwhelmed by, you know, not only doing my retirement but doing their college funding. This is a much larger task. And you mentioned this sort of team concept. How does it, you know, is that something that you as a special needs planner helps the family put the team together? You know, tell me a little bit more about what that looks like. Who's, who's part of that team? I'm assuming you need more than just a financial planner, but maybe you don't. Talk a little bit about that. No, that's another great question. Um, so this is this is something I think is is important when we when we talk to families. I like to try to iterate and reiterate the idea that we will step them through this. Yes, it's complex, but if you work with someone who has done this complex strategy or surgery, if you will, you know, if you're working with a doctor, who says, this is a complex surgery, but they've done it, you know, five times already that day, it becomes less complex. So working with folks that have done this before is important. And then I think pulling the team together is important and finding the right personality. So what we try to do for our clients is be that quarterback, which I think is the role 
that a certified financial planner should be in or a financial planner should be in is being that quarterback and knowing the client, knowing their customer, you know, knowing the person so well that if we do need to pull in an attorney, which is very common, that we know, well, this particular attorney's style, bedside manner, if you will, is likely going to fit with this particular person and their skill set. You know, if you have a client situation where you're going to really need to go to to court because of a previously poorly drafted trust or you're not going to need to go to court or there's you know the the expenses are are the most the, the cost of the legal fees are the most important piece all of this goes together and then there are other people that typically end up on the team it might be a care coordinator it might be a life care planner a, a CPA and an accountant who understands the possible tax implications of some of the expenses that a family is incurring on a yearly basis that may be deductible. Mm-hmm. So having a, a full team around that person. So it sounds like you could potentially need an attorney. Um, sounds like you definitely need an accountant. Did I understand? Well, and, and every family should have an accountant, but it sounds like you definitely need an accountant that maybe has some experience in this area. Is that a, is it, that a, it's certainly possible. It depends on the financial needs of the individual. And I wouldn't want folks to, as they're listening, think, oh, my goodness, this just seems too big, we got to do this and this and this. Really, it starts with that kernel of an idea of having a conversation about what what's important to you from a family perspective because making sure that, that a family's financial security is set, no mistakes, that's where this all starts. Right, right. So in addition to those professionals, my guess is part of putting the, the team together, would that be also including maybe designating a a loved one to get help out. You know, I think of, you know, um, you know, I, I am aging and my my mother is aging, and so you know, my my brother and sister and I have had talks about, you know, who, who's sort of helping her out with her life planning as we look down into the future. And I can imagine if that was one of my siblings that had special needs, I'd have to be talking with my other siblings about, gee, who's gonna who's gonna make the big decisions? My guess is. Um, especially as a family therapist, there probably needs one family member to be in charge of things, or is that a faulty assumption? I, I would worry about arguing and bickering in that situation about what to do, and you no, know, that's your responsibility or that's your responsibility. And any thoughts or suggestions on that? Absolutely. So you have you have asked uh, the question regarding team, and of course my mind went straight to sort of the professional team around this person-centered type planning approach. And now the team really helps the family select uh, trustees, or the family can do that on their own, but with guidance, saying who's the right person going to be within your family. So there are so many iterations, once again. It can be that a, a person will say there's no one in the family that's going to serve as a good trustee or a good guardian or a good conservator. And then we have you know possible solutions uh, there that are that are businesses around those ideas. And then a family may say, oh, we've got we've got six kids. Everybody, let's have everybody chime in, and we might coach that family of what you've just said. Oh my gosh, if you make everyone a co-trustee, every decision could lead to a family fight. Uh, and there may be, like you've pointed out, if you have someone in the family that just sort of. And this is what I see from families, and it's what I've seen for our family. Someone who sort of rises to the top is that emotional quotient. You know, the 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 family leader who's the hugger might be the person who makes the great 
uh, uh, guardian slash conservator and the I daughter and the T crosser might be your trustee. I like the idea of having a corporate trustee as a backup or a co-trustee so that some of the work that goes along with being a trustee can be alleviated because um, I don't want families to have this huge pressure put on them to do and do and do. There are many sibling issues that are worth acknowledging. And I think all of this comes out of having a great relationship with a client advisor relationship so that you're talking about not just numbers, right. talking about real family matters. So I can kind of see like it, sort of as we started talking, you had described your role as the quarterback. And I can see the quarterback isn't just about, you know, the strategic play. It's also about there's some emotionality involved. I think of the team, how do you win the game? Well, you can run the plays, but you also got to be thinking on your feet and choosing the right people to step up within the, the, the context of the game. And not that I want to say this is a game, but I really get that analogy. It's like this isn't just one person making decisions. This is It impacts the whole family. It sounds like you really, really need that quarterback. Um you know, so as life progresses and maybe, you know, the parents pass on and this, this responsibility is left to the kids, um, ha- have you ever come across a situation where, you know, all of a sudden there's this special needs child left and there's no primary family member left to assist? Is that something that happens with any frequency? And um, are there some things that families mm-hmm. need to be thinking about in terms of mortality? And I know that's such a, a morose topic, but I, I think about, gee, if... Nobody was left to take care of one of my kids. I, I, I don't know how well I'd sleep at night. <laughs> well, gosh, you've touched on a lot of areas there. So I would say that in in my experience, I end up talking to families that are laying out thoughtful plans, and we are creating, if you will, bulletproof plans or trying to create bulletproof plans and the attorneys that we're working with. So I have not run across a situation where we, we run to some sort of end where there right. is no one. I certainly know because I'm very, I'm very actively involved in the, in the I guess you would call it the uh, you know this, this special needs services community. Right. That those crises exist, but I think that if a family ends up meeting with someone like myself, they can avoid or do everything that they could possibly do to avoid those sorts of crises um, occurring that is sort of the purpose of planning although it can happen i have no i have no experiences where my clients have then had the unthinkable occur where the entire family's wiped out and the state is left to be in charge and i've heard those storylines right and i would not want that for my families well, and that's really comforting to hear, and that was sort of why I asked that question. I thought it would be an extreme situation, but certainly, you know, and that's more me speaking as a parent than a therapist. I would, I, right. you know, I would, I would have that anxiety of like, oh my gosh, you know, I, you know, as you notice that that child is starting to have special needs, you know, to really start planning for the longevity of the future. And you know, I know as part of my my um, business. I work with families trying to find special needs placements, and I work with a lot of facilities across the country that can manage the life spectrum. And I know how expensive that can be. So, you know, that kind of leads into, and I think I know the answer to this question, you know, how early do you start planning for this? And my my, my guess is you, it's kind of like me with my college funds, you start the second you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But my guess is a lot of times that doesn't happen. So, uh, right. 
So again, several several thoughts come to mind. Families uh, tackle this when they're emotionally ready. Is mm-hmm. is probably the the reality. Right. I've had families that have sat in our in our sort of conference room, planning uh, room before the child is even born with a diagnosis in in utero, I suppose is the right word. (laughs) And I've had families that are sitting here and mom and dad are 80 years old and they, it's, it's been an entire lifetime of, of putting this off. I don't have a tipping point for you when I say this is the time to do it. I think the answer is now. If, it, right. if I had to give you an answer, but that's with any planning. If somebody says, hey, when should I start doing retirement planning? I'd say now right. Right. because, yeah. you know, now is when you have the, as many, you have more options available to you now than you will in the future because as time goes on, options tend to fade away. Yeah. But uh, I think the answer, if you were to, if I was to say textbook, is it's when people are emotionally prepared to deal with their own mortality, deal with the fact that they're, you know, they're, that this diagnosis is not just going to go away. Yeah. Um, I, there's a lot of things that are wrapped up into that, and then your mom and dad both have to be in that spot. And divorce being as high as it is because of the stress that a ch- having a child with a disability can put on a marriage, this is another, I don't know, nuance um, to uh, the planning um, challenges. Uh, you know, you could have combative um situations as well so there's so much to um when which is why i really appreciate the opportunity to speak to your families because um you know somebody's going to hear this and it's going to be there when right right you know as i'm listening to you talk i kind of am almost forgetting i'm talking to a financial planner you you sound like a therapist <laughs> i mean you know you were hitting on all of the key issues that if i were sitting down with a family in my office and trying to figure out how to you know uh plan for an individual's future, I'd be asking about the questions that you're asking. And I understand that, you know, having a special needs child creates a whole level of stresses in a family that, that most don't have have those challenges. And also there's a lot of positive benefits that go along with that special child, too, and how it can bring a family closer. I've seen that happen as well. But it, it just seems like such an overwhelming task for a family to deal with. Um, and so I like that. As you, I, I agree. You know, if a family came to me and said, "When do we start?" I would say, the, "The second you know." You know, and I've watched. And I know I can't really compare my kids to special needs kids, but you know, my kids are young, and I'm seeing how my 529 plan has grown nicely and steadily. You know, since I have started it, even in a rough economy, and um, I've actually been very pleased that I feel like, wow, you know, I, I have some chances to help offset a lot of college expenses. This, to me, is different because we're not offsetting expenses anymore. We are really making sure that our loved one is taken care of. And and you had mentioned um, that there are state and federal benefits. Um, Does that really provide much in terms of helping a family out? Is there a lot out there? I wouldn't expect you to know particular programs, but it's sort of an overall feel. How do you access those, and can they truly help out? Yes, again, this is a really broad issue. This is where I really feel like the uh, individual expertise of an organization like um, the MetLife Center for Special Needs Planning adds value. Next week, I will I will spend a week uh, of training in, at, a, at our symposium, really just being re-steeped, an annual uh, re-steeped in 
what are the intricacies of special needs planning planning for a child of any age with a disability so there's a lot wrapped into what you what you've suggested at the risk of sounding like a financial planner i will say <laughs> that's okay that, You're, um, you are one so yeah. that's good. <laughs> um i will say that it 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 is a financial it is a financial challenge there are there are solutions to these challenges but it's it's um, it's individualized to every family the um experience i had last week is an interesting one i have a, i have a i have a client who is a very, he the, the the father is a very much a numbers cruncher he's a sort of a wall streeter type fellow and sure. uh, i have a child they're blessed with a child with um with on the autism spectrum and um they are asking, so you know, he wants to crunch the numbers and say, "What do? How much should I have in this trust? How much right. money should I get into this trust?" And and so um, we've put together some data. But the answer is, the answer is, oh my goodness, I can't give you a textbook uh, answer. Is you know, here the number is X number of dollars. The number is five hundred. The number is four million. The number is two million. There isn't an answer because it's based on the individual. And then furthermore, they have a child. You know, right. their child is 13. It may change across the course of time. So there's not some sort of set perfect dollar number, but I, I did. I went the extra step. I called an attorney that I've worked with for years. She's very, very well respected across the country. And I I really posed the question to her, do you know of a textbook I can have this gentleman read or some sort of study sure. that's been done? And she she said, you know what, no. And the answer was exactly what I expect, expected her to say, which is what I just shared with you. Yeah. It's so individualized. But you look at it and you say, okay, state and federal benefits, what are they going to provide now? And right. will they be there in the future? And is that a roll of the dice that you want to make for your child? Now, depending on your financial wherewithal, your answer is different. And yeah. I can respect that. I can respect that. But you do need to know what benefits are going to be available, at least in today's environment. And I think then work backwards and say, well, you know, our family's lifestyle drives what that need is going to be. I hate to not give you a number, but I'm reluctant to give you a number because someone may take that and go, well, this isn't for me. Right, right. You know, and that's a really honest answer because I feel like in my own personal financial planning, my financial advisor has models and says, you know, at this age you need this much to retire if you want to continue your lifestyle. But I think when you have a special needs child, there's so many unknowns. I mean, I see this in my day-to-day workplace where all of a sudden you have an unexpected hospitalization or maybe, you know, there's a new innovative drug treatment that can really help and insurance isn't going to cover that and it could be costly and you want to do it all for your kids. So really the message I'm taking away from all of this is the time to think about it is now, and what you can do is what you can do, and there's no right answer. The only wrong answer would be to bury your head in the sand. Is that a pretty good summary? If you have a child with special needs, I think that is a great summary. And every family that has a child with disabilities, there are there are actually, I guess, I don't want to uh, use the inappropriate word, but there are sort of societal norms in place, whether it be education or whether it be the the uh, the uh, uh, post death um, estate process, the the probate process, and and um, uh, medical the, the sort of the medical community. There are processes, in a sense, that are in place that that we might need to, as families, sort of work through uniquely. And therefore, yes, planning now 
is a good idea, essential, and and sticking your head in the sand actually will generate, gosh, at risk of you know speaking to a large group, sure, and saying something, uh, you know, carte blanche, it, it could generate real problems that would not be conducive to family harmony. That's, right. that's a very, I guess, um, I don't know, <laughs> academic way of stating it, but I, I'm very passionate you know I, about families getting this right, and I want to, I want to convey that. Well, you know, and I would reiterate that point that I made before. I, I, I wouldn't look at it as an academic answer. I'd look at it as a therapeutic answer. It's like when I have families that sit in front of me, you know, I say those things. It's like, gee, if you ignore this now, it, it's going to balloon in the future. And then I even try and talk with families, well, wh- how would this scenario look or how would that scenario look or how would that scenario look, trying to provide all of them the options. And so I think that, you know, what you're saying is extremely, extremely valuable. And actually, I've learned a lot today. And so as we sort of end our show, I'd like to say, ask if you have any parting comments and to also make sure, tell people uh, that are listening how they can get a hold of you, websites, emails, phone numbers, things like that. Okay, well, parting comment, I guess, would be, you know, taking action early. I think I've seen families that have used um, education, used, gotten gotten their children sort of that extra bit of, of counseling that have that has made a difference across the course of their life. And it, it changes the financial, it changes their future financial needs and landscape. So now, now, now um, would be a good solid message, I think, for our family. It's worked. For as far as contacting uh, me, um, I have a website. It's uh, www.jtgentry.metlife, which is m-e-t-l-i-f-e dot com, and uh, phone number, just a direct line, three one four, sorry three one four five four eight four eight two five. And would you want to share an email address as well? Absolutely. It's uh, J-T-G-E-N-T-R-Y at MetLife.com. So very much like the website. (laughs) There you go. So I really appreciate your time, Todd. Um, And if you would like to get any more information about me, um, you can find me at TeenParentingExpert.com. And for families that have long-term care for special needs individuals, uh, I can also assist in providing some guidance and some different types of programs, and you could certainly take that information and go back and talk to Todd about that and kind of start planning your futures if you have a special needs kids. So take a look at TeenParentingExpert.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Russell Hyken and on Twitter at Dr. Hyken, where I tweet out lots of information for the special needs community. And, of course, we want to thank the Coffee Clatch and the Coffee Clatch Radio Network, who provides lots of great information for the special needs community as well. Lastly, thanks again, Todd. This was a really formative show, and I appreciate all the information that you shared. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Hyken. Have a wonderful day. You too. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.